0: So before we dive into this episode, I have an exciting announcement to make. We've just opened the doors to the Inner Hub, our membership for freelance social media managers. And when you join the Inner Hub, you'll get access to all of the exciting changes that we're planning to roll out over the next few months. That means you'll get access to monthly training. You'll be able to stay on top of the ever-changing social media platforms. You'll be able to have a listing on our directory. And you'll not only have access to us, but also to our incredible community of social media geniuses, who, by the way, are the most supportive bunch of people you will ever come across. So if you're ready to stop winging it on your own, we've done the hard work to create not just that incredible community of supportive people, but also to provide you with training from very specially selected guest experts from around the world. We want to help you to increase your knowledge and your confidence so that you can create a profitable business that you love. And the Inner Hub is the number one membership created for social media marketers because we know that it's not easy working in this space. We are a unique breed of entrepreneurs as social media marketers because not only are you working hard to build your own business, you're also responsible for somebody else's business too. And that comes with a lot of stress. We've been where you are right now. We're still working with clients and we're here to help you to create a business that you love. So come and join us. We'll be leaving the doors open for a few days and we're here ready to welcome you into the Inner Hub. So just head over to the twoloras.com forward slash Inner Hub to enroll and we'll see you on the inside.
1: Okay, welcome back to the second part of the Momentum workshops. In part one, we talked about the four identities that you will shift through as you grow your business. Now, if you've not listened to that, we'd highly recommend you stop this one and go back and
0: listen to that first. So the first identity we covered in part one yesterday was the unseen freelancer. And just to remind you, this is where you have the knowledge to manage a client's marketing, whether it's organic social media, paid ads, email marketing, whatever it is that you focus on, you know that you can help people but you feel like it's impossible to stand out and actually be seen and be discovered. People are not knocking on your door to hire you. And everywhere you turn, you see that competition. And we get it because we've been there too. And it's awful feeling as though everywhere you turn, other people, namely your competition, are doing better than you. Yeah. So today, we want to talk about how you can shift out of the unseen freelancer trap and start to become a more fearless entrepreneur. Now. We all want to be the superhero in our story, right? But it's not that easy. And we can't all have the momentum and evolve into the superhero overnight. Even Peter Parker didn't become Spider-Man in one step.
1: Wait, hang on a minute. Did we just
0: talk about Spider-Man? Yes.
1: Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Crack on. I'm intrigued.
0: Okay. You might think that all it took for Peter Parker to become Spider-Man was one little spider bite. But it was far more than that. Hang on. I don't think I even knew that Spider-Man got bit by a spider. What? <laughs> Actually, that doesn't even surprise me. <laughs> you didn't know that. Right. So, okay, let me rewind. <laughs> so Peter Parker got bitten by a spider and then the venom gave him superpowers. Uh-huh. But- he had to do a lot of things before he actually became the superhero that we know and love now. Although you probably don't even know who he is. First of all, he had to learn how to use his powers. And by the way, he's probably still doing that. Just like our listeners are probably still learning new things and increasing their knowledge every every day, like we are. Yeah. And then he had to create his fancy suit. <laughs> you know he's got a fancy suit, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I know that much <laughs> about him. Then he had to get the public to trust him because like, really, would you trust a random man who's wearing a spider suit to go and rescue you? No. (laughs) Exactly. Probably not. And then he had to build a team of loyal supporters and fight off the enemy. And every twist and turn of his journey, there's been all these different bridges to cross and he's had enemies to battle and whatnot.
1: Okay, so I get it. So we can't just all basically become superheroes or fearless entrepreneurs overnight. So you're saying that it's, important to acknowledge that no matter how determined we are, there will always be certain things we have
0: to do to get to where we want to be. Exactly. And the people that you see out there who look like they're smashing it, uh, they haven't just rocked up one day and put a sign outside their house saying, hire me and had people knocking on their door to hire them. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably
1: a subconscious assumption that people will want to hire you because of your qualification or knowledge. Maybe because you've done a certain course or something like that, but it's it's not like that, is it? Because no matter how much knowledge you have, if people don't know you exist, they can't hire you. So exactly. the, the first part of that is stepping out of the unseen freelancer trap. And it is a trap because the more you feel unseen, the less you want to be seen, You see everyone else showing up and sharing great content or being invited onto lives or podcasts, and you immediately start questioning why anyone would want to hear from you when there are other people who are already much more well-known than you. So instead of working on becoming seen, you unfortunately shrink back and become more unseen, and it's a nightmare.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to note before we get started that just because someone is being seen more, maybe they've got more followers on social, maybe they're getting tons of views on their videos or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing really well in their business. It just means that they've got eyeballs on them. They're being seen. It doesn't mean that they're doing well financially. So if that's what's holding you back and giving you imposter syndrome, you need to try not to focus on those figures too much and worry more about what you're going to do to get eyeballs on you rather than how many eyeballs other people have on them yeah totally
1: okay so first up let's just highlight some of the mistakes you might be making if you're feeling unseen right now and it's important to say that you could make these mistakes anytime and when you do you can quickly go back to being unseen at any point in your career so keep listening even if you feel like you've got this nailed
0: at the moment because things
1: can change quickly if you don't keep at this
0: So the first mistake that keeps you in the unseen stage is that you believe those inner demons, the imposter syndrome, and that tells you that you've got nothing to give to the world and there's, you've got no right to show up on social media, which is just not true, but I've been there. I've been in that situation. And I remember when I started my very first business, I just felt really awkward, not just to show up, but to tell people that I had a business, Like who on earth was I to have a business? you know, why should I, you know, be proud to shout from the rooftops that I had this business. And I remember being in the hairdressers and I know my hairdresser pretty well and her asking me about my business and still feeling like, yeah, it's going well. And that was pretty much all I would say, because I just felt really awkward about it. So I needed to make that mindset shift and you need to start thinking about how you want to be seen and perceived and how you describe your business is really important if you want to get people to trust you. And I was definitely doing that wrong at that point. So we need to sack off that little business language. We need to shift to start oozing that confidence about our businesses, even if we don't feel like we're confident at that point. And if you're not oozing with confidence right now, because let's be honest, who is? then you just need to do some things to start helping you to build that confidence.
1: Yeah, and it's all well and good us telling you that you should put the imposter back in the box. But the first step is to make sure that you have all that knowledge and you are staying on top of your game and you know where to turn to with any unanswered questions. There's a lot to be said for ongoing learning to help with that, but actually what's more important than doing course after course and expecting it to change things is the personal development side. And as marketers, we are lucky because we get to learn new things by testing on our own accounts while we were actually marketing our own business at the same time. So we can kind of kill two birds with one stone.
0: Yeah, that's why we would always expect social media managers to have their own socials ads managers to run their own ads, email marketers to send their own emails because you need to be testing things out to be at the top of your game. And yeah, you can test this on client accounts, but it's a bit awkward if you do, isn't it? Yeah, it's dodgy ground, I think. Definitely.
1: And of course, it's it's crucial to make sure you know what's happening in the industry. So make sure you have some trusted sources to keep you on top
0: of any changes on the platforms that you are working on. That kind of leads us on to the second big mistake that you might be making if you're feeling unseen. And that is that you're not getting the support or advice that you need. And this is really, really important. When you're first starting a business, it's really tempting to try and wing it on your own because there's so much advice and information out there for free, isn't there? So you might be learning from blogs or YouTube videos. But when you do that, you probably find that you're taking advice and listening to opinions of the people who are around you because you can't go to the YouTuber and ask them. And when you're doing that, you might not be getting the best advice or support. What's the saying that something like this, you are the sum of the company you keep. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. And if the people who are around you don't understand what it's like to be self-employed, then you're probably not getting the right advice or the right support because those people don't get it. They don't understand the feelings or the pressure that come from being self-employed and having your own business. And likewise, if you're getting advice from people who don't understand what it's like to be a marketer, then you might also start facing hurdles along the way because we are a unique breed of people as marketers, <laughs> not because we're a bit geeky or anything like that, but because when you're a marketer, you're not only focused on marketing and growing your own business, but you have a responsibility for somebody else's. And that's a quite a hard concept to get your head around. It's quite a lot of pressure there. So it's really important that you're not winging it on your own. You are surrounding yourself with people who are not only supportive, but they're also in the same situation as you. And ideally, they're in the same phase of business that you're in.
1: Yeah, definitely. And of course, the biggest mistake that keeps you in the unseen freelancer trap is that you're just not showing up. You are quite literally unseen. And I remember quite a long time ago, I, I the business was going but um, slowly and I was in the local newspaper like a, just a bit of a one-off um, I wasn't in all the papers at the time <laughs> so it was, just, it was really exciting and I went to school one day to pick up the kids and someone came over to me and said oh my god I didn't I didn't know you worked like I didn't even know you had a business and people had assumed because I was at school every day, that I was just, a, you know, a stay at home mom, And it just made me realise that although I, I, I was OK at showing up in terms of I was posting on social media every day, but I really wasn't singing to the masses that I was a business owner and what I could do to help other people. And her saying that, I remember walking home from school that day thinking, right, I just need to up my game because not enough people, even the people around me who I see every day, didn't even realise that I had a business. So as we've said before, this is a trap that we can all fall into anytime time in our business. So you can be doing really well showing up all the time, but then you get busy And we've all been there. And the first thing that stops is your own marketing. So you have to make sure that you are 100% prioritizing your own business over anything else if you're expecting
0: to be seen. I totally agree. So if we are in the unseen freelancer stage, how can we get out of that trap? That's That's a
1: very good question.
0: Um, So there's a lot to do to shift out of this unseen
1: freelancer trap, but the first step is to actually acknowledge what you're trying to do and give yourself a massive pat on the back for starting a business. There are millions of people out there who glide through their career wanting to have their own business, but they never actually take this step. And it's something that you should 100% be proud of because it is not easy to be self-employed
0: Yeah. And you're already one step ahead of millions of other people just by taking that leap of faith to do it. And like, yes, there is hard work ahead, but my God, how amazing is it that you've been brave enough to start a business and imagine how amazing that business could be six months from now, a year from now, five years from now. So you need to shift your mindset and tell yourself how important your business is. It's not just a little hobby. It's not less important than your client's businesses or your partner's business or their job if they're employed. It's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah,
1: 100%. And even if you're yet to win your first client, this is real life. And if people don't see your business, then you're not doing it justice. So it's time to own it and switch your mindset to see your business as a priority. And even when you're busy with client work, your business should still be your first priority when it comes to marketing. Otherwise, you're putting someone else's livelihood ahead of your own.
0: Exactly. So it's time to start treating your business like it's your most important client. Start showing up, start marketing your business. If you want to be an in demand marketer with a consistent income, with great clients, with whatever your definition of success is, then you need to look at what those people are doing. And in-demand marketers are not hiding behind client accounts. They are showing up. They are marketing their business. They are making connections that help them to move forwards. Yeah,
1: so let's just remember that people need to actually be able to see you before they can ever make a decision to hire you. So when I think about people who have made it a priority to show up and be seen, I think about Kirsten. She's one of our members, and she has for years had a bit of a mental block about showing up on social media. And I've known Kirsten a while, and it's it's definitely been a, a, an ongoing block for her. But she recently took part in our social proof program, and was challenged to post daily for thirty days. And it made such an impact on her; like it literally blows my mind. She's like a completely different person. She shows up all the time. She's getting leads from people she's never connected with in the past. She's creating great content. She's really confident. She just, she's just like a different person from having made that kind of commitment to actually show up and generate leads to help her business grow.
0: Yeah. And I think about people like Jazz, who's another one of our uh, Inner Hub members. Now, If you've come across Jazz, you probably know that she's known as a TikTok expert, but she hasn't always been a TikTok expert. In fact, she started showing up and testing things out on TikTok, I think back in 2020. And because she was showing up there and she was like really being seen and she was growing her following people started to recognize that and they started to recognize how much she knew and they started asking her questions and they started referring her to people and she's even spoken at events she's been on podcasts i think she's even been recognized by tiktok yeah it's amazing and then there's georgia as well who's also in our membership and i remember when she very first joined the inner hub she came on one of our calls And she asked us if she should be more professional on social media, or could she just be her real self? Because she loves retro clothes, she wears amazing statement glasses, and she was worried about how people would perceive her if she was herself. But we just told her to not worry about that and to just show up and be herself. And I think that's really served her well, hasn't it? She's become really well known. She's started a a membership and she's doing really, really well in her business just by being herself and actually showing up. So don't be afraid to show up. Don't be afraid to be yourself.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. So shifting out of this unseen freelancer trap starts today and it starts with baby steps. We just want you to acknowledge that you have to market your business. You have to be seen online to move out of this trap and we want you to shift your mindset to realise that this isn't a short-term thing. Marketing your business is something that you're going to prioritise every single week from here on
0: in. And that sounds like a massive thing to do but... We don't mean that you need to go and be on every single platform and post you know, multiple times a day and use every single feature. It's baby steps that will start to get you there. And we're gonna start by taking you back to how you want to be perceived. What do you want people to know about you when they very first stumble on your business? So we wanna introduce you to our framework. We call this the swarm framework. Yes, you heard that right. Swarm, like a swarm of bees. And you can use this anytime you're talking about your business, when you're writing your bio, when you're introducing yourself, anything like that. So it starts with S. And S is for short and snappy. You don't want to bore people with paragraphs of information to read uh, or listen to. You just need to give them what they need to know without making them read War and Peace. And if you know Laura, she will not read long things. So it needs to be short and snappy. That's what the S is for.
1: 100%. Okay, so the next is I was going to say what then, like I'm speaking to my kids phonetically, but I think for you guys, I can say W, which is for who. So who are you talking to? Who do you help? Who are you actually wanting to work with? The more specific you are about who you help, the quicker you'll be able to go from unseen to seen. You become memorable and recognize when you're really specific about this.
0: And that might be a specific niche. So I think of Kelly Worrell, who's really specific in that she only works with the construction sector and people in the trades, or it could be a platform that you help with like Camilla, who's really well known as an Instagram expert. And don't be afraid to be really specific here. You might worry that it was going to put people off if you don't mention them specifically, but that's not the case. Like we always say that we help freelance social media managers, but the truth of it is that we actually help any freelance marketer, whether you're a social media manager, an ads manager, an email marketer, a copywriter or whatever, being specific and saying social media managers has never done us any harm, has it?
1: No, 100%. So we've done S and we've done W. Next is A, and that is for authority. So even when you're starting out, you need to assert your authority And you can do that in a number of ways. So for example, we would tell people that we have helped thousands of social media managers to start, launch and grow their business. And if you've had clients already, then you might have something you can pull out of that experience to show your authority. But you can show your authority simply by the words that you use. So for example, expert or qualified or telling people how many years experience you've had in the sector or on a particular platform. And uh, yeah, an authority
0: is really, really important to show because otherwise you're just anyone else out there. It yeah. sets you apart, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. It makes you a little bit different to the masses. Okay, next up is R for results. And what we mean by that is, what are you trying to help people to achieve in their business? So are you an ads manager that is helping them to get more sales? So are you an expert in generating leads for construction businesses? So talk about what you want to or what you will or what you promise to help try
0: to achieve for your clients. Yeah, that makes it really specific as well, that people will know that you can help them. So you're not just saying, oh, I'm a social media manager who helps small businesses. You're saying, I'm a social media manager who helps businesses in the construction industry to get more leads or whatever it is that that end result is. And then finally, the M is for me because you never, ever want this to be a copy and paste job. You want to make sure that people get a real feel for who you are. And we couldn't put you at the end because it wouldn't have spelled out the right word. So we put M for me. Um, And you need to be authentic. You need to be true to yourself. Like I just said, you don't want to be a copy and paste version of someone else. And so we would think of people like Gus. The marketing guru or Sarah Richards, when we think about this, and they're people who are not afraid to show up and be themselves on social media. Neither of them try to be a copy and paste version of somebody else. They're just themselves. It's really important to be authentic and just be who you are. So, a quick recap on that swarm framework: S is for short and snappy. W is for who are you talking to. A show your authority. R is for results, and M is for me.
1: Now, we've put a post in our
0: Facebook group,
1: the Social Media Managers Hub, and there is a link for that in the show notes. So we've popped a couple of examples there to show you how you can use this framework in your bio. And we'd love to hear how you would describe your business using this framework. So come and share and ask for help if this is something you're not quite
2: sure on. Hey, I'm Anita from Anita Popout Social Media. And I'm going to start off by saying the Laura's have literally got your back with everything that you think you need and definitely more. So I joined the Inner Hub after being in their free group for a while and it was pretty early on in my journey and I have to say it has been absolutely amazing not only to get myself in the right mindset to run my business but also to sort of charge my words and also sort of figure out what it is that I actually want to offer as a social media manager because there's obviously a massive range of um services that, that we can offer. Now you probably think that being in a group with sort of over 500 people who do pretty much the same thing as you is going to be a bit, hmm. not sure, but it is absolutely amazing. Like the whole community is so supportive. Everyone is there to help each other. There's definitely a community over competition vibe and it's literally like having your colleagues in your pocket if there's any questions that you need to ask or if you're having trouble with anything whether it's a technical issue or anything else there's always someone there to help and your questions are usually answered within 10 minutes or so usually by one of the lauras as well so if you're working on your own and you fancy sort of a community in your pocket I will definitely, definitely join in for the masterclasses and the general awesomeness that the Laura's will provide that you don't even know you need. So that's how you can get out of the unseen
0: freelancer trap and we will be back on Monday with part three of the workshop and in the meantime, we'll see you on that Facebook post.